So over time, I've had people ask me for, or beginners ask me for directions or the steps they should take in order to be a programmer and how to start and things like that. And honestly, I think there's no, um, there's no set parts or there's no set steps. Okay. There's no, but maybe there's no even guidelines or things like that. But, um, I want to share a few things like mistakes that I made that I would like to share and would like you, um, possibly so beginners don't make the same mistake because we tend to make that same mistake when we are starting. So I want to share some insights and maybe give some stories of mistakes that I made in my time. So I'm, I'm hoping or I'm guessing that it could also serve as a guideline to any beginner out there. The first thing that I would say is why why do you want to be um, a software developer? Why do you want to be a programmer? Yeah, I know that one factor or the most factor would be as a, a career path so you could make money out of it. I personally, I didn't start it as a career path. I started it as a hobby, more or less. Like, so, okay, it wasn't like a hobby. It was something I was infatuated with. I was fascinated by the process. Like, how how does this thing work? You want to tell me that a few lines of code or just something you write will make a computer do this or make a computer do that or say something so yes i was fascinated by it all and then when i got in i was like that when i got in that's when i realized that you could make a career path out of this whole thing so yeah so you have to know what do you wanted to be as um i've seen people who started who start making doing it as a hobby but i, I don't know how that works out but yeah i think uh, with the amount of time and the amount of energy and possibly the amount of money that you could invest into this, it's probably best if you do this more as a long-term goal than a hobby. Because, yeah, I invested a lot of it. I left a lot into this, even when I was doing it as a hobby. And then, well, it also irritated my parents. <laughs> The amount of time, the amount of energy and money that I was investing into it, and I, and they weren't still seeing, um, the career in it. So yes, um, from that point of view, I I do see that. So yeah, I made a list of things that I would like to share with you guys. Um, the first thing would be to just start already. Uh. Most times, the um, people that want to get into programming to just keep saying it and saying it and possibly just keep doing research on it, but they never really start. So I think you should just start. Just get your hands dirty and start dabbling into things. With time, you will get the hang of it. The beauty of uh, programming is that you can actually teach yourself these things. That's the beauty. I think that is the beauty of it. That it's it's it can be self-taught and be very good at it okay um number two would be having a mentor is great but that shouldn't be your butt what i mean by this is um when i started programming when i started learning i was 
the opinion that I had to get someone in the field to walk me through the steps. So it didn't really matter to me like how much I had already done. I just kept thinking it was nothing until there was someone to validate it for me. And that I, I see that in most beginners right now. Okay, when they come to me and I'm like, oh, I don't really have much time. Here are some links that you can use to teach yourself until the next class or until something else that I normally organize. Here are some links that you could use. They tend to, yeah, they, they open the link and they start up some things. But then they always stop at a point and then they're like, or, or they do one step and they come up and they're like, oh see what i've done so far and then when i'm like okay give me some time let me finish up on some things i'm doing and then i'll get back to you and they tend to leave it at that leave that leave everything that you at that step waiting for when i reply or something like that so i think we all should walk it like i said we can be self-taught that's the beauty of programming for me so you have to just keep trying and keep trying and keep trying and you would get the hang of it eventually so yeah it's having a mentor it's great to have a mentor it's great to have someone to walk you through the process but that shouldn't be what's holding you back number three would be books matter as well as videos yes videos are great and i think for a beginner you should watch lots of videos and see what they're doing and see the results at the end of it and follow through the steps but here's the thing let me use an example of me i i learned with videos lots lots of videos little books i i i more or less read little to no books on this it was just videos now the thing is um now that i have gotten this kind of work here or the kind of work i'm actually doing right now so i finish um developing a software or fixing an issue and then i want to explain to um fellow techie people not really end users or i want to explain to my fellow colleagues not the end users per se people that are also um, programmers i i do and I want to explain to them uh, what models I put in, or I want to explain to them what functions I used, or or what packages that I used, or methods that I created, and things like that. It then becomes a little bit tricky because then I had to watch my words and be sure that I'm actually calling what should be called the name. Th does that make sense? So yes, the terminologies are a bit lost on me, but yeah, when it comes to fixing, yes, but. That you may think, oh, that doesn't matter. It really matters a lot because communication is key. It is key. So yes, books matter as well as videos. Number four will be no code is little. Do not underestimate yourself. No matter what you do, no code is little. Even something as simple as a hello world with any programming language is a big one. I may know how to write hello world with python i may know how to do that with html i may know how to do that with c sharp and things like that but you may know how to do that with another language that i don't know so no code is little okay number five would be 
my friend github is currently your best friend so i i um started using github quite like late okay so i i when did i learn of github it was why well, it was quite late that i um learned of github and its futures and all that over time i when i started all my codes were on my system okay they were just on my computer and whatever i wanted to tell someone what i have done or something i had to make sure that i was in my system to show them what i had done to show them the codes and all that so two things happened one i lost my system and when i or i lost my my laptop um that the hard drive something i don't know what it was but all my codes were gone because they were just on my system so yes that is one advantage of using github you have your code out there so whenever you get it, need um, something whenever you get a new system you just have to go there and get your codes back two is um now i started working out and i started helping people out when people come to me and say oh i need help with this kind of thing and and then it now it crosses my mind that i have worked something i have worked on something like this before but them i'm not with the code anymore or i don't know where the code is i can't start looking for it right now so you know what we're gonna start from scratch as opposed to oh yeah you need to solve this this is a link to something i worked on similar or something i started working on so you could add your own or remove whatever features you don't need stuff like that see now it helps with storing which may not be a good example for what good hub does and it helps you share your code better another um point that i would like to make is this one might be just me or it might be just personal but i think command line interfaces should be used from the very beginning um when i started when i want to install my files or get packages and all that i just i went and got the zip folder or the installer or whatever and installed it on my system then i started working for people and i realized that I had, I had to make use of the command line interfaces in most instances of doing things. I, I didn't have the luxury of now going to do some things like the folder, going to put in an order because then it looked, I don't know, it looks kind of, it's mundane word I can use, but it looked weird. So I had to start getting used to or start learning how to use the command line interface so i think it should be something that beginners should start using from the get-go so they could get their hands on it so even something as little as seeding into a file or creating a folder use the command line interface get familiar with it because it will be very very helpful the seventh one would be does that wanting does that wanting to sell yourself just yet you should your work should sell you so 
I think I'll study eight points so I can explain together. The eight points should be when called upon, overhype yourself. You can do it as long as you know the basics. Now, that is my motto. Again, something that's personal. I believe that I can do anything right now at this point. Even if I haven't done it before, I simply have to um, put attention into it and I can do it. And I think that goes for everybody. You just need to know the basics of it. And I think um, the basic of, of programming is, is more, it moves to any programming language that you go to, okay? So, um, don't sell yourself, sell, your work should sell you. What I mean is, say you want to go um, get something or you're pitching for a job or a position and you're asked to talk or something it's better to say I, I think so let me not say it's better i think it is better to say hi um yeah you guys are into payment systems so i have worked um on a payment system that uses probably um the same platform you guys are using so uh this is my github url for the said project and yeah, um, on my payment system, I worked on um, the payment using cards. I worked on the payment with bank transfer, interbank transfers. And yeah, on this branch of the project, you can see that I had started working on something that has to do with merchant. And um, I am pretty, I am very sure that in time, or I am looking towards adding a future where you could be. Um, in Afghanistan and sent to somebody in Nigeria just like that you know just you've hyped yourself you've let your work sell you you didn't really sell yourself so I think that's more or less what I'm saying so you've used whatever code you have to sell yourself and you've overhyped the fact that you want to add that even if it's something that you saw far off, but you've overhyped it. And plus, and honestly, I think if you if you have built these three models where you can make with a card, where you can do with uh, interbank transfers, and you added a market part or something like that, you can obviously do the other parts with the Afghanistan thing. That was an example. It might be a poor example, but you get the point. The point is, you've already started it, so of course you can finish it. It's your project. So, let your work sell for you and do overhype yourself. You can do it. That is my motto, okay? So, someone else can say it is wrong, but that's what I think. My ninth point is Stack Overflow is another body of yours. Now, this is really important. Now, while I was looking for jobs, I had really big interest in looking for a remote job. So, one of the things that, actually two of the things that I figured out that was really vital was, first was the GitHub page. Okay, that was really vital. They were looking at the GitHub, they wanted to know what you've done so far. And honestly, when, at the time, or even till now that I'm looking for the, I was looking for that remote gig and all that, my GitHub wasn't really standard. Okay. Um, I think that was when I started, I, when I realized what GitHub, yeah? That was when I realized that GitHub is really important and all that. Another thing is Stack Overflow. Now, I think um, 
we've all gotten used to the idea of or most of us maybe not all but i got used to the idea that stack overflow was just that page that google opens up to give me solutions when i needed which well it actually is but it's also a place where you can go post your own solutions to issues that someone else has or the issue that you had okay so at that remote i didn't even know that you could do such a thing with stack overflow i just thought it was just where i could go and like when i google something and it brings it up oh there's a stack overflow answer for that i go look for it but the remote geek i can't remember what company that was but they were checking for how many points i had on stack overflow they were checking for oh how far i've gone or questions that i have answered on stack overflow things that conversations i have involved in and things like that so i think that even if you're not looking to go for a remote gig know that it makes sense to me for everyone to contribute because we all need it once in a while where you yeah, someone else may need that answer that you have which leads me to my third point share what you have learned online now that was um what was it okay i came across a tweet actually two tweets by i think two people that are really vital kind of in this community or i don't know but one was from a uh, matt Stroffer. okay now his his tweet says big follower is not equals to good programmer conference speaker is not equals to good programmer big words it's not equals to big programmer sorry blogger or author is not equals to good programmer brand is not equals to good programmer being old is not equals to good programmer being young is not equals to good programmer now i agree with him in everything but then that brings the question okay then who is a good programmer if all these people are not good programmers who then is a good programmer now I agree with everything he has said but my point where i say share everything that you've learned online or share it maybe not everything but share is that we all have come to a point every freaking programmer oh i'm person every programmer has used tools to help them they've used google they've used stack overflow they've used something they've used someone's project on github to help them complete the project everyone has so if we then all stop sharing where are we going to get the next two years problem from where are we going to get the solve the, the solutions to that so that i think that no matter how little what you have learned is share on github share on stack overflow just share okay you're not trying to prove that you're a good programmer or a bad programmer Hell, the code you share might actually be wrong. There are codes that are out there on GitHub and everything that people still have to fork and fix and resolve and all that. That doesn't mean that whoever put out that code is a bad programmer or you are the better programmer. I just think we should all be sharing it because, well, we all need help at some point. So people put out things there to help us. It would be nice when we find solutions to things when we figure out some new and exciting things 
we put it out there same thing goes for medium thing same thing goes for youtube and all that it's i think personally i might i might be geeky by saying this but i read medium posts and watch youtube videos on tech to pass time because i'm learning something new as i am reading it as i'm watching i i have podcasts that um are teaching things because i find it interesting i find learning these new things interesting and even if i'm not using it now at some point i'm going to need it no one wants to be stuck at a particular point in life so please if you have something awesome that you've figured out some awesome code that you have sitting on your system or something or you have an awesome post about how you overcome overcame something post it your no one is trying to prove that they are that they are the better programmer that's what i think now um and another tweet i saw or i i came across was one from april wentzel okay she, the tweet says the fact that this you must prove your passion for coding through side projects in quote nonsense is still so prevalent bugs me i faced this bias over a decade ago thankfully a female professor reassured me by sharing that she landed her first job sans side project so i kept at it i was great at cs in school i have done great at dev jobs because i'm passionate about my actual job Sure, I occasionally do side projects, but to judge my value as a developer based on them is ridiculous. To require or expect them for a job is a serious obstacle to diversity. Now, when I saw this tweet, I was all in for it. I was all in. I was like, yes, of course, this is what I'm saying. Yes. But then I had conversations with a few developers and it made sense. I mean, when I have... Oh, if I get a company, I would, and I'm employing people, I want to be sure that they are competent enough or they are innovative enough or stuff like that. And yes, the fact that we all are working in a particular company or something, that's great. But yeah, um, I see that what they were saying is when you're working in a company and all that, you're working as a team and you can't really expose that company's code. So the other company wants to go to can see if they want someone who writes that kind of code working for them if that makes sense so which brings back to share what you learned anywhere you want to share it github youtube anywhere you want to share do share no one is trying to prove that they're better than the other or at least i think so so yeah if we are trying to prove please let me know let me go and pack in my own lane if we are trying to prove something okay um my next point would be online courses are great now with the internet floating with lots and lots of things it's so great that now you can take courses online get degrees get certificates and all that so i think that beginners and i think all of us not beginners every single one of us should take advantage of that there's udemy there's team treehouse there's code academy there's plural sites there are all these great places to go and learn something. Udemy offers one with um, degrees or is it certificates. Yeah, so I, I personally, I've tried Team Treehouse and Pluralsight. And of course, I've dabbled in Code Academy, but I haven't tried Udemy. But yes, I think these are great resources. Okay, and I heard that Udemy now, even Pluralsight offers one where you have a mentor at the end of it or 
as you're going through the course so i think this is great we should all use any single any resource that we we see okay uh, number 12 will be join as many community as you can a friend of mine was he, he really didn't agree with this but here's my take on it yes i know that um you should really get your, your hands too full you shouldn't um i don't know but point is you need you need friends you need people to talk to that are into the same thing that you are into so when you have issues i know that google is there when you have issues i know there's stack overflow and the rest of them but i think it's nice to have someone who has actually done or gone through it you know show you the robes and show you something extra that you could do okay if they have something extra because well not all of us are sharing online so yes that would be nice it's nice if you join communities so they could inspire you they could teach you okay not just for the questions inspire teach and you can teach others so yes communities are great join as many community as you can i think so volunteer if you can and i think as a beginner volunteer should be part of your schedule if you ask me because you can learn as you teach how you learn i learned more when i started teaching that's when i learned more because the kind of questions that keep coming at you and you're always trying to preempt what kind of questions they're going to ask you always want to know uh, more so you could teach more okay or when issues from people that that look up to you come around you want to solve it so you go the extra mile so you you know more about it so i think beginners should make it like a thing to volunteer okay for to teach to volunteer to teach to volunteer to be interns unpaid interns just volunteer to do something techy so you could learn from it every experience there's something to learn from it so yes um number 14 would be to experiment always experiment do something because this isn't programming isn't something that you just have to read books and that's it you actually have to experiment you actually have to try your hands out on things get your hands dirty to be able to get it so yes experiment that is indeed needed um so this is this podcast is getting really long right now so i'm going to stop here there may be a part two of this i'm not sure yet but let me know if this was really helpful to you and if you want a part two or something similar or more podcasts like this also let me know um my email is douglascleopatra at gmail.com twitter handle is at succedo 23 instagram is cleopatra douglas facebook is cleopatra douglas just hit me up let me know if this was really helpful to you if you have questions or if there's something else that you need okay all right so thank you again please um subscribe if you like this and if you want me to keep doing this subscribe and rate and comment what is that i don't know what they do in podcasts just in podcasts just um help me out here guys thank you